Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to the sister project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S. Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you're tuning in. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hey there, listener. Thank you for tuning in to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. It's me. Lauren Beth <laughs> Massarella. And it's me, Michelle Marie Anderson. Did you choose, did you know right away you would take your husband's last name? No, we. I, I mean, I, I said that I always would, but I told him that I would change it after we had the kids. And oh. then we had infertility woes. So it took a little while. And then by the time we got to that point, I mean, I'm not even sure my name has changed. On like my legally? Social, no, it's changed on my license it's not changed on my social security, which is problematic. And I really need to tend to that. And that's why I'm not doing it. I mean, for a number of reasons. I was surprised to think that that would be the... No, the number one reason is is why do I have to take a man's name? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to definitely push Mia to just hold on to that name. There's no need. Who are you? Are you you now... Are you owned by him? (laughs) I know I did. I mean, listen, I'm proud to be an Anderson, but gosh, I sure did love my maiden name. I love our maiden name. I know somebody who took his wife's name. What do you think of that? I I mean, is there a reason why? Tell me. Why not? That's that's his reason. Why not? Why not? Cool. Who's this guy? You don't, have to <laughs> you don't know him. But that's cool. I like his I like his attitude. They got a divorce. Now he's oh, gotta go shoot. change Does his name get- back. <laughs> to his old name, his original that name. Sucks. <laughs> oh man. It happens. It happens. Well Listen. You know what else happens is sometimes you fall into a cult. Mm. And that's part of our conversation Does, today. And it's a slippery slope. Yeah, you know, I was listening to this podcast over the weekend that we're going to talk about in the conversation. And Michelle and I were talking, and we're talking about like post pandemic, like who's been taken, mm-hmm. just by folks the... who's sort of changed yeah. a little bit. And since I know we all the masks know went some on. of them. Yeah. We do. Everybody does, and that's life. And we are, we're we're they're going to come back though. We're, we're going to get them back. We're just talking through it. We are working through it. So yeah, today is a very interesting conversation. There's a great petition that's out there that you're going to hear about that we really want you guys to sign. It's a it'll, movement that we're all going to get behind. It's a movement. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just wait and hear about it then and there. Yeah, you won't believe it. <laughs> and you'll be right behind it too. Before we go into our episode, Michelle and I wanted to take a moment to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. We've been getting messages from people on just different platforms just saying like, hey, I listened to this episode. It really meant a lot, whatnot. And I'm always sharing you guys with 
people. Like I'm always recommending yeah. cozy convos. And we want to thank you for doing that because that's huge for how we grow. Something else I want to put out there because we're going to start this week. We're actually joining um, a fellow podcaster on their podcast. If you know of fellow podcasters who would love to have the sister project on it, Toss, doing, yeah, yeah, toss, toss our, toss our, name, our in name, the, name in the ring. Yep, and then feel free to do a um, a introduction. That's kind of how we've been doing some stuff lately. We also have some other plans for how we're going to go about that. But I mean, grassroots. We're yeah, we, we don't mind grassroots. doing it the old fashioned and, and way. Listen, it's all about who you know, and if you know somebody that we need to be talking to. You know what Janice Dickinson once said? What did she say? It's not about who you know. Oh, it's who you blow. Yeah. Oh, for it's really Christ's sake, Lauren, that is. I don't not think that our that's motto. that's not our motto. No, but I'm just telling never. you what she said. Well, thanks. That's. <laughs> and on that note, enjoy the episode, guys. Yes. <laughs> so yesterday, a friend of mine sent me a text message with a petition, and she said, "I know you're going to want to see was. this." And it was this is this is huge for me. This is huge for our family. <laughs> I know a lot of people are going to be like, is it have to do with brain health? No, it has nothing to do with that. It actually has to do with Bande Soleil. Oh, hell yes. There is a petition. A person by the name of James Felicoro, Felicaro started a petition to Bayer, the company that, that manufactures Bande Soleil. Now, for those of you listening, some yeah, of you yeah. are listening and you're like, oh, I know some of them are like, oh my God, Bande Soleil, Jelly. 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 It's a tanning jelly and it's like SPF 4. And there's nothing better on the planet. Nothing. Nothing more effective. Nothing that's. I mean, it's better. not SPF. I mean, someone wrote on the comments like, "This is the best sunscreen ever." It's not. There's none of that in there. No, I mean, there's four. <laughs> you're you're getting a bur- you're getting a sun tan. <laughs> We're looking at tan. It Brown smells skin. like heaven, and it's an orange jelly. And our mom used to use it, and it's I would think say like 80s, 90s. And mm-hmm. I know there's a lot out there that are listening who want this. You're gonna want to sign this petition. And for others that don't know about it, you want in. Now, in 2019, Bayer's, for some ungodly reason... What the hell? Were we the only ones that were buying it? I don't know. People were. I don't know why they discontinued it. Who knows? You never know. I don't know. But they discontinued it. And for years thereafter... I have like looked and on eBay you could buy it literally like a one little thing for like two hundred dollars, okay. which is so silly. Or you've got to like get it in Germany. Mm-hmm. So there's this petition that started. I signed it yesterday. I shared it on Facebook. Did we? How many signers? So any? far, can you tell? Well, there's ten. They need ten thousand signatures. Ten thousand signatures would get will be more likely for this the manufacturer to like get a reaction from them. And right now we're at like almost 8,400. Damn. So we're close. We're close, but we need So more. we need to share this petition in our show notes so people can sign this. I really think so. I mean, it is the this best. This matters. It does matter. And I put, I shared it on Facebook. This is a movement <laughs> I can get behind. <laughs> I shared it on Facebook and I was like, I know there's a lot of things going on in this world, like maybe a petition for baby formula or no. stop the war in Ukraine. You know, keep Roe versus Wade, but you know, orange summer's, jelly. Summer's almost here. <laughs> summer's we need Bande Soleil. Thank you. If you know Bande Soleil, please reach out to us. I told you, I was at the dispensary one day, and this woman opened up her purse and poured out like ten little tubes of Bande Soleil, and immediately I started crying because Mom had died yeah. like yesterday, and she gave me all of them. And now thinking about that. That's a lot of money she gave me. I mean, and the fact that she was hoarding them and just... But see, 
But I also love that moment so much. It's the best. They also reeked of cigarettes because she had a lot of cigarette stuff going on in there. Did you? I look, just cleaned them did off. You, I was going to say, did you look past that? Of course, did you I turn did. your I nose took in all another direction. Them. Yes, I took all of them from her. Well, I was when we were in Florida. We were staying at Debbie with a Wise place, and I was looking for. I was on the mad hunt for some aloe vera because um, somebody got a little too much sunny on their nosy. Who you? No, one of the kids. Okay, Mia, and she's a little bit of a baby. I yeah. mean, borderline could like ruin the night. If uh, you don't, she's you know, just having in, all, she's in 13, that moment. 13. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I went into a, a cabinet and I found, of course, the aloe vera. And there was also a tube of bandesolay. I thought about snagging it, but you know what? That would have been tacky. no. That's actually that bad would, karma. That would be bad karma. Bad karma. That's, that's her bandesolay. I would never. But I wanted to put some. I would. On. Oh, I would put some on. I, I would know. use I felt it. I know it's such a coveted thing. You I know? know, but just a little goes a long way. It's true. You know, speaking of thirteen-year-olds, I was thinking about this the other day because yeah. I'm in these groups on Facebook. The Facebook Did you find groups, any successful ones? No, no mom ones. Okay. Today I was on. Today I got an alert, and it was and no shaming, but the question was, what does everyone think about smoking while breastfeeding? What? And I was like. Honestly, come, that's so nineteen seventy eight. Smoking, what? I mean, I you know, but there are smokers out there. I get it. No, no, no judgment. Okay, no judgment on having a cig, but not during the pregnancy. A lot of people do a lot of different things. But what so did people not say? Not my fucking problem. What? It, not, it's there not were mine. shamers. Yeah, it's not mine. It's not mine. There were shamers. Then some people were like, "Well, breastfeeding is better than formula anyway." So there's there's so oh, many opinions. Everybody's got. I, a it's like on a, everyone's got. You know, it's yeah. like an asshole. Everyone's uh, got, one. got one. So I I left that conversation. Yeah. I just looked and I was like, whatever. I'm outie. But I'm in these. I'm, the best groups I'm in is the Huga the Huga Nook is my favorite. So great, slow living, mm, so slow calm. living, and everyone there is just sharing. Now their they're joyful there moments. just for happiness. This is just joyful, peaceful moments. Joyful, this is my Huga. There's no next door no. app complaining. Karen City. No, like Mm-mm. what are we thinking about? Like you know, shooting up while you know Nero. No, no, these people are like. Look at this quilt I made with my great grandmother's wedding dress. I know, and then look at my sourdough bread uh, I just baked. I can my smell neighbors. it from my computer. <laughs> but I'm also in this endometriosis group, and these girls, these women, are always sharing their experiences. I'm really, and I really get into that one because it's such an issue. And yeah. the more I read about it, I had a flashback the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot about this." I remember. I remember. I had just gotten my period. We were in our house in Western Springs. For the first time, you're saying? No, like I had just gotten it. Probably maybe like the second or third month. And I remember being in fetal pose on the wooden floor in so much fucking pain, being like, why is thinking this is normal? This is... And And when I think about it, it makes me almost emotional because I'm like, I lived like that. And there's many women and young girls living like that. Just suffering through pain because either I was too like, I didn't really tell anyone yet. I was so young. And it's just like, that's so not normal. And we wrote, I wrote that article for Hillgrove. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if your kid is complaining about pain during their fucking period, Listen take them. them in. Yeah. And if that doctor says, oh, it's probably endometriosis, there's nothing to be done, up, get it to a different doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you got to do a laparoscopic surgery, but, but like, just let's be have open this to conversation. It. Yeah. yeah. I just had to get that off my chest no, because that I was, think it's an important message. It was, I had some PTSD from that, 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 that uh, memory I had. But moving in a better direction, I just read an article yesterday that Laura Dern was 23, 23 when she filmed Jurassic Park. That is insane. That she was a child. I mean, when I think back to what I was doing, 23, I I was drinking twisted teas and barfing. Sick. I was drinking too much sangria at Cafe Iberico and barfing on the side of 55. Yeah. That's a memory. Yeah, but not Laura Dern. She was headlining Jurassic World. 
You know, Laura Dern, she is so, so she falls in love, right? So there's that romance between her and Sam. I don't remember. The guy, the mm-hmm. handsome fellow, the main guy, not Jeff. No. The other one. And he was like in his 40s. So you wow. again, like, let's talk about Hollywood for a second. Typical. Let's just talk about Hollywood mm-hmm. for a second. Let's get the 23-year-old. child. But we can make, she Fresh actually, adult. but she looked a little bit, I have, I was shocked. I thought she was at least 30. Yeah. But no, 23 falls in love with a 40-year-old, but they don't disclose this mm-hmm. age difference. It's, but why not just hire someone somebody, that's more that age? Well, Hollywood, honey. Hollywood. Will you be going to see Jurassic World Dominion coming of out course, this I will. Uh, summer? June yeah, 9th. I will. June 9th. Yeah. Will and I have got a date. Uh, Jeff's in it, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yes. I will definitely be seeing it. Is Will excited for it? Yeah. He wants to gather the cousins. It's him and Louie are really into Jurassic World. I'm surprised World. that our nephew Max wouldn't be He more. is. He is. Yeah. But they, I think Louie and uh, Will, they play this Jurassic World game on oh, like Xbox those things. or whatever. Well, they haven't been playing it, actually. Will said that no one's gaming right now. It's Why not? Sum- summertime. Good. Oh, it's amazing. Don't you miss... Now, these kids, are they playing like Ghost in the Graveyard or Kick the Can? They're playing... Ba- they're playing... The boys are playing sports outside. I mean, my boy is playing... Every sport under the sun with his friends, wiffle ball, baseball, like for fun, football, just for fun. like for fun. And then they're riding uptown to meet the ladies at the oh. um, you know DTLG and stuff downtown Lagrange. Yeah, but do you remember like Ghost in the Graveyard? Summer nights as a seventh in we- and in eighth we- grader in Western Springs. I mean, dream childhood experience. Ghost in the graveyard, kick the kick can. Kick the can was a fave. Sometimes we capture te- the flag. Capture the flag. We TP people. Absolutely. Well, Lauren, yes, we do. What? My, our mother was solely responsible for some of our teeping. She I mean, like kind of supported that. She would go to Sam's Club and buy the toilet paper. Yeah. And then, do you remember that one neighborhood block party where no one came? So no. mom took us and the McGuire's, no. I believe. What? And where? we bought... She she bought us toilet paper, and then when it got dark and everyone went inside, we teepeed our block of people that nobody... <laughs> to, like, to get like revenge? That, no one came to our party? Well, we're going to teepee your house. It's kind of rude. She would do that. I'll never forget that when we, we my friends and I, egged and teepeed and threw hot dogs at this one house, because they were so rude to us, so we would just... Hot dogs. Hot dogs. We just flung them at them. Yeah, those are fun to toss. And then this lady got like in her like VW car and chased Chased us and then called the police. And my friend at the time, or she's still my good friend, she jumped over a fence and like landed on her head. And she's like, I'm dizzy. And I'm like, oh my God, but you had to get up and let's run. Like this is a matter of life or death. (laughs) I don't want to go to juvie. That's good you didn't leave her. (laughs) But maybe we should have. My friend Killian. Maybe we should have done like a vital check or something. You didn't know about that then. Like, how many fingers do I have? You're not thinking that then. And mom. You're in fight or flight. No, fight or flight. And the police came to our house because the lady saw us. I mean, she was like, Lauren Massarella and her friends just egged my house. B-U-S-T busted. Yeah, busted. And, and what did mom do? She covered our ass. She's she like, well, did. but the thing was, mom was like, they were off. They couldn't have done it. They went to White Hen for a Slurpee. And the guy goes, well, you know, what's funny is that the egg cartons from White Hen. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. I can't believe she covered it. She was known for kind of taking you down and making you no, apologize. No, she tried. She tried to cover up. Wow. Because I think she knew that lady was kind of, you know, yeah. kind of rough maybe with us. And maybe just, kind of a bully. So, so we were just giving it back. That's what I always loved about mom, too. She wasn't afraid to really, you know, no, stand like, up for what she believed. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you you bring up the McGuire's. And I don't think we've really ever talked about, you know, growing hmm. up. on fifth. We grew up on 50th Place in Western Springs. An odd block. It was, a, it was like There's, the Burbs. 
there guys. There was some weird happenings. If you have not, I know we've brought this movie up. We bring I it have, up all the time. I don't care. I love Bruce Dern. That's He's so a good. sexy military man with again, the hot wife. Again, questioning your thoughts there, but we'll continue on. <laughs> and Tom Hanks, who plays so Raymond. So good. In a tank top. He's in, this, in, a, in a, a robe. White tank top and a robe. And he looks like he so, has ass kicked. And he, they're basically trying to like solve like a mystery on their block. Which and, is what we used to and do. And that's basically what we did. We, we solved did. a lot of mysteries. With McGuire's. One time, I, I know a story where one time our neighbor heard a young lady screaming, help. No, a man heard a young man screaming, help, help me, someone help me. And sure Are enough. Are you talking about the McGuire's neighbor? Yes. Yep. Keep going. <laughs> and and our, our 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 good friend's mom called the police. She went, I, I believe or did she, she went go over there? there to come to find. Well, I'm shocked. See, I wouldn't go over there. I'd be like 911. There's someone. If someone's calling help, it's broad daylight. <laughs> I'd, I and it's a, I'd go up there to discover a gentleman gentleman caller who is handcuffed to the daughter the the yep. the teenage daughter the bed. college age daughter's the bed. bed yeah the bed because she didn't want him to leave she wanted she was him a little wacky stay. she wanted him to stay so our neighbor's mom I guess had to call the police or the parents or something and had to have probably this gentleman, all of the above had to help help this gentleman out How of the bedroom embarrassing. I had a real big crush on her brother, the one that handcuffed the... His name was... We won't use last names, but his name was Joe. Uh-huh. And I remember... Last I, name rhymed with rice <laughs> Are you nerd? <laughs> and I would listen to the Dirty Dancing soundtrack in my and headphones and watch him. And I'd be like, oh my God, you could be my like Johnny. That is how I thought of Marie Wyatt's brother. Oh, here we my, go again. Well, it's my one day quota. I have to bring it up. But Michelle I'm, always talks about her old best friend from eighth grade. Well, and her brother, I think he was my first crush now that I look back on. And I remember he'd be down there. He's a couple years older than us. And he'd be down there working, lift, pumping iron in the basement. And <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to watch The Sound of Music again. I want to watch your hot brother... <laughs> lift some weights and no i don't want to make barrettes does he have a shirt off i'm gonna go over there <laughs> look at his nipples <laughs> no i was not looking at his nipples well i mean his shirt's off there's nipples i know i know you really like the nipples i'm more into the shoulder <laughs> peck area myself I mean, i'm not like into the nipple but yeah, and i'm not at all <laughs> debbie our dad our, our dad's partner debbie i gave dad some of that Hot Calabrese peppers. Mm, so Trader good. Joe's has this great, if you like spice, get the, it's called like Bombo Calabrese peppers, like a relish. I gave some to my dad because they're fans of spice. And this morning, Debbie with a Y sent us a photo of dad eating the eggs with eating eggs with some of the thing on it. And dad's robe was slightly open, so his nipple was exposed. And my husband writes back, wow, that's not the nip slip I was hoping for <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Like neither was was I. In yep. any case, <laughs> dude, Michelle, I'm having, and I've talked about this so much on Instagram. My frozen blueberries. Yeah, your mouth was as purple as could be a couple of days ago. What's the deal? Is They're it the front? So Why? Do you prefer them? Do you prefer? Are they wild? They're, I don't, they're farmed, so they're from the farm. They're from this place called Rogers or Rogers Farm in Michigan. It's R O E D G E R Brothers. And they're out in Michigan, and I found them at the at the uh, whole, at the farmers market, and they sell them frozen to you five pounds for twenty five dollars oh, wow. or ten for fifty. And I was like, I'll get five pounds; they'll last me all summer. Through? They're gone. That, basically, that is so good for your brain. Everything I did some research. Blueberries are like one of the healthiest berries 
and fruits that you can consume. And of course, it's like the last one that I pick on a fruit sa- but, salad okay, tray. Okay, but or here's the deal. I don't. I every week I buy blueberries at the store because I'm like they're good for you. Get them, eat them, and then they're like and pus they're pockets. Much, yes, I can't sick. do it. I, hate I can't them. do it. I won't. And these, and I usually like them smaller and tart. Well, those aren't even the good ones. These, the frozen ones, are like big and juicy. And I take them out of the freezer, put them in a bowl, and I wait like ten minutes just to where they're like not frozen, frozen, but they're almost like slushy. Oh my god! Really? I can't stop. It's okay. a problem. Well, do you think that you could bring some in a cooler next can time? We have I a get snack? some. Yes, Please. I can. But you guys, there's so many benefits. Like packed with vitamins, they're the king of antioxidant foods. Okay, I'm gonna just do a couple. They can help reduce DNA damage, which may help protect against aging oh, and wow. cancer. Oh wow! Wow! What? Protect cholesterol. May lower your blood pressure, prevent heart disease, maintain brain function, and improve memory. Oh, wow. Yeah, we knew that. Um, may have anti-diabetes effects. I mean, there's, oh, Holy might crap. help fight urinary tract infections. What? And the last one, may reduce muscle damage from strenuous exercise. I mean, they're like power we, we, Listen, we know this, okay? Food is medicine. medicine. They're so good. I just, if you find yourself at the Logan Square Farmer's Market, and I just looked it up. They're also available at the Elmhurst Farmer's Market, which is on Wednesdays. Just get them. Good to know. Get them. They're so good. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. As cozy lifestyle bloggers, we have an affinity for good lighting. (laughs) For crying out loud, Michelle, we were raised in the dark. We have an affinity for good lighting because we couldn't see growing up. This is true. Our mom liked it real dim. I think what you're trying to say is if you too have an affinity for great lighting or don't know much about it and can use some expertise, well, we have just the place for you. Horton's Home Lighting. Between Horton's premier lighting showroom and team of lighting specialists, your lighting woes will never go unanswered again. Every square inch of ceiling and walls are covered with twinkling light fixtures as well as ceiling fans of every style and design. The store alone is a destination worth visiting. Oh, but sister, Horton's is so much more than incredible lighting. Horton's also features a full ACE hardware with the most helpful and knowledgeable of employees, as well as indoor and outdoor seasonal decor, patio furniture, and so much more. Yeah, like items like the solo stove, uni pizza ovens, tabletop heaters, everything your Midwestern heart desires. Hortons offers Chicagoland's largest in-stock selection of home lighting with locations in LaGrange and Orland Park. Visit any of their showrooms and you will see that Hortons isn't just another lighting store, it's a true destination. Yeah, you know, walking into Hortons is kind of like walking into home. For more information on Hortons, head to www.hortonshome.com. When shopping on hortonshome.com or while in-store, use our code SISTERS for $50 off of any purchase of $250 or more. That's SISTERS, S-I-S-T-E-R-S, for $50 off of any purchase of $250 or more. And now, back to our cozy conversation. So over the weekend, yeah. I, I watched, I listened to this uh, podcast called Call Me Curious, and it, they just pick topics, and one Different was, topic every episode. Yeah, and there's not a lot of episodes. I just, I think it's by Wondery, okay. and I like their their episode, or their podcasts. So I just threw on one about cults, because I'm really intrigued, because you and I were talking about 
friends and family or just people in general who've been taken by the yes, pandemic. Yes. This is a phrase that we like to use. And we don't mean taken like they've they they they've were lost to COVID. Correct. We mean that they've been taken by the pandemic. Meaning <laughs> that there has been a, a very obvious shift in demeanor like or personality. personality. Maybe you're airing more on the angry side. Yes, or, the angry or even like not seeing them anymore mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Taken yeah, by the pandemic. Taken, taken by the pandemic. And the reason why we say like taken by the pandemic, because usually there's something that has to do about the pandemic is why they won't come around mm-hmm. or they're acting different. Mm-hmm. So I listened to this this podcast called Call Me Curious and about cults. And it was about like how people are susceptible to falling into cults. And I'm not saying that these people that we're talking about fell into cults, but like if you think about like QAnon, which is pretty culty. I'd say. Or like thought process like you remember like when covid first started and it was 5g do you remember that yeah when people thought 5G. it was because they were laying down the lines oh my god lauren i forgot about fi- that oh i didn't and that was the people there was that made me want to suck my thumb people were suggesting that that was the cause of the virus either the or- cause of the virus or people or that 5g was so dangerous that we had to stay in our homes yeah so they could lay down the groundwork for 5g while we all pretended there was a a virus going around. Oh boy! Holy, Holy shit! Holy smokeroos! That's when I was like, you know what? I mean, or or we're going martial law, people. I know they're coming for us in their tanks. I, you know, I I had not my first um, exposure to like the culty sort of conspiracy oh, person when you went and got was, your nails did last week. No, no, that's different. <laughs> was a gentleman that I worked with for a period of time. That's right, and he what was, was this, what was going on there? Well, I just he was always reading and researching and and apparently occasionally we would break bread and have lunch together and we would talk and sure. and he would start to to share his knowledge the fringe media that maybe he was listening completely or yes yeah, super you know, fringe. all of the fringe media and and talking about the the fema camps and the chemtrails what about the fema camps just that there's you know like setting these what? up and we're gonna be you know was this, and this was martial bef- law this was before this way was before way COVID. before but i had not been introduced to so this, you, this type is of so person. new this was new to you it was new to me a decade ago okay okay and i was like what and i just found myself being in these kind conversations being like hang on a second like, what, what are you talking no, about no like sandy hook did happen oh like, when those people that type and i don't even know if that's cult or if that's like conspiracy um, conspiracy exactly conspiracy but same, yeah, which i mean they honestly, are different but they're different but they kind of fall move in they together. blend they do they, they do. really do and this episode that i was listening to was about this male model he was a i looked him up i kind of recognize him but he was of the likes of like hanging out with like cindy crawford linda evangelista okay. And his name, uh, Mike Hoyt, Tom Hoyt or something. And he fell into, he met a guy at the beach in North Carolina. And this guy just kind of just charmed him with his... His, his charisma. His charisma. Mm-hmm. He actually mm-hmm. used that word. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, then they, they kind of wheel you in and then they start talking to you. And then all of a sudden you're kind of hanging out more and undoing all these things. And then it's, you know, yeah, we're preparing for the end of the world. We're going to all go to a star. Like literally we're going to, like a spaceship. Like we're going to go Good and fly God. away. Yep. And then you start having to like work at the center where the cult is. And now you're giving them all your money. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. you've quit your job and your family's trying now to have an Now you're being isolated yes. from people that were your people he was in this cult for like 16 years he got out of it at like 37 from 16 to 37 he was in it and the craziest part about it is 
when he found himself out of the cult, one of his best friends was Fabio, the male really? model. And so he flew himself out to LA and stayed with Fabio for a whole year. And Fabio let him live at his house and, and sort of like rehabilitate kind of, yes. himself. From and this. I was, I mean, I it gave me goosebumps because, you know, we all kind of joke about Fabio because he's like on romantic novels and, you know, Fabio's Fabio. But like, he was a really good friend of this guy wow. who... Like really, really lost his way yeah, and really needed and, a friend and gave this cult like five, four to five thousand. I'm sorry, million dollars. No, no, yeah, he was broke by the time he left because, well, he was in a cult. You know, sometimes I feel like this one practitioner I was seeing was trying to lure me into a a little it's, mini cult. I, I again, it's a cult slash conspiracy. There was just, I felt like, but, you know, I, I was walking into a place and I would bring my New York Times there on Sunday and I'd get somebody would say to me something like, you know, that's all lies in there. I mean. And I'm like, I'm just trying to come here and get myself. And read a column a, or two. And just relax for a little bit. And now and, you're telling me and, that. But so it's sort of, and that was like one of several odd exchanges. But I felt like I had almost like a barrier, like an unpenetrable, if well, that's, that's the word. Well, that's what I ask you. Like there, I, you know, I was, my eyes and ears were wide open. I was very aware of some of the oddities, but I did continue to go for a period of time. Mm. And it became almost more aggressive, the opinions. Of course, because you were spending more time and money there. Mm -hmm. I just felt like I could not be, because I was not um in a place where i was seeking an answer i didn't live in a fearful spot i was literally trying to just take care of myself right. and i couldn't be broken i guess i couldn't be sucked in and it just i was like i gotta go this I'm isn't gonna to work this, for, for me because i feel like you could be taken by a cult do you really <laughs> only because sometimes well, kind of because you kept going to this one doctor and I was like, pump the brakes. And then you did. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if you were, I feel like maybe if you were but, in a bad space, maybe you could be taken. But the thing that I was bothered by about that circumstance yeah. was I do have a, I do, I, I, I believe that there are all different ways to be treated medically. Of like, course. I'm all about Western medicine yes. and I'm also, also very much into like the functional side of healing yes. as well. I think there's a preventative side to living that's necessary that very much lacks in our society. Yeah. So these people had the knowledge of some things that I did do still right. like believe are good things, but there was a different ulterior motive of there course. and it was to take my money and keep me there. And keep you there and keep you coming back there. And keep there. me to coming coming back there. Well, but like Lauren, you like think, okay, like you think Tony Robbins is the leader of a cult. I don't think he's the leader of. of a cult. I think, no, no, no. I think there's a lot of, like I actually look at all forms of even like religion, yoga can be considered culty. There's a lot of things that humans get themselves involved in that can be considered like kind of culty behavior there are some that are very dangerous and that like take you from your family yeah. take your money like scientology to me is a fucking cult mm -hmm. i think even like catholicism can be kind of culty people you know there's all all sorts of different things mm -hmm. like i said i, I think that yoga. children's travel sports are cult -like exactly in a lot of ways that's what i'm saying yeah you're spending a ton of money mm -hmm. and you kind of start having like the certain way of thinking but that's i think human behavior we find who do we want to align with? Who are we going to spend time with? Give some money to, and but where are we gonna 
Like, what's our threshold? And how, what kind of, now if we're doing something like um, Heaven's Gate and you're going to go hang out with that real spooky guy that made you and all your kids drink some Kool-Aid yeah. to get onto the spaceship, mm-hmm. that is a legit call. Yeah, call the police. Call the police. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like when COVID started happening, a lot of health influencer influencers. Yeah, yeah. How? I mean, uh, it's okay. It's pregnancy brain. I almost said influenza. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been that. <laughs> but a lot of these health influencers, influencers. Wow. Well, it just sounds weird. I know Doesn't what that's it? like. When sometimes that. when you say so word and you're like, "Am I saying it right? Yeah. Is that the word?" It is. It is. Thank it you. Is. Well, those people during COVID went from being like, "Here are some healthy ways to live your life. You know, exercise, have your green powder." To, um, COVID's not real don't follow the protocol you, and that and it really kind of fucked with a lot of people because these are not medical professionals it's true and it became kind of culty mm-hmm. so i feel like we can all find ourselves in space i and i'm joking that you wouldn't be really taken by a cult i'm hopefully i'd come save you i mean see I the would, problem is if you i were, appreciate if you, you were coming. If, if you were taken by a cult I, I would get in so much trouble because i have a group of women and they know who they are who would come with me to save to you. To remove me. To, re- to Literally, to, to physically remove, remove you. And I think how that would go is that one of us would have to be a decoy. And uh, we'd be like, hi. You're going to have to become a part of the cult. I'm interested in the cult. And we have to pretend like we don't we know go. you. Here we go. Now this is going in a direction of yeah. how Lauren is yeah. going to So remove. now we, we've come in and you've made some eye contact with us. And I know that you're you're brainwashed now. But uh-huh. so but I'm trying to be like, mm. you don't fucking I'm, say you're, a word. You're, I'm sort of, you're looking through me. Yeah, and I'm like, don't say a word. Yeah. You don't know me. <laughs> but I'm going to maybe bring in a different friend. Maybe she's in disguise. Yeah, maybe I probably prosthetic nose or something (laughs) and once they're in we're in we once we've gotten in now we know how the cult functions and then that's when the rest of we descent moves in and and saves you removes yeah and then maybe we get the others out and burn down the motherfucker wow shit yeah it is a weird space to be i mean i just want you to i'm a little annoyed that you think (laughs) that i'm a weak moron no 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 i don't think that's the thing though i don't think that joining a cult makes you weak at all. I actually think there are very, very smart people. Like Tony Robbins, he's not a cult. I think people flock to him because he's super smart. He's very inspiring. And people who want to grow, self-growth, seek that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What I find culty and what freaks me yeah, out on a level... Okay, here we go. Here, it's the when, dancing. It's, it's the, the dancing. dancing. It's when you're like in a big convention center and everyone's up and cheering and you're crying publicly and you're like, you're maybe not, some of you are shaking or speaking in tongue or, I don't know, flopping around on the ground and you know, and you're like, I don't, paying a lot, a lot of fucking money yep. to this person. Money, the, a lot of money to the person and the public dancing is where you where draw the line. I draw the line. For me, I'm never going to publicly really dance <laughs> or I cry alone is my joke, but I actually cry in public ever since mom died in front of anybody at any moment um but i feel like if there's a person or somebody that has something to say that is benefiting you in a certain way with limits that limits with limits i'm down for that like you and i share differences on gwyneth paltrow like i'm a big fan i get i'm a big fan of gwyneth and goop i am and like i would jokingly say there's a little bit of a cultiness to goop Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. But you're not pe- you're, you're not a ding dong. You know that there's a line to be drawn. You're not investing all of your money and your time into doing whatever Gwyneth Paltrow tells you to do. We, then I'd be like, you're a ding dong. But we could say the same thing about people in Disney. 
okay? Oh, people that love Disney World. That are, there. listen, who are we to judge? Right, there's okay? something wrong in the cult we're to some all, degree, right? We're all doing something. I mean, core power yoga, My my that could essentially be a cult, and I'm never going to leave because <laughs> I... got you. Because are you ready? I worship You've it. been taken. I've been taken. And I'm not going anywhere. And you give them your money. I give them my, my hard-earned money every month. And what I get in return is a major sweat workout, yeah. solid yoga, good fucking energy, and some like laughs. Like I have a good time. So you know what? I go to that cult five, six days a week. See, you spend a lot of time there. I'm there worshiping. I don't think that there's anything wrong with anything like that. I think that there's just, there's always a chance that you know, like I was walking in the park not long ago and a man came up to me and I saw him from a mile away. I saw him and I saw him make eye contact with me. And I go, oh, here we go. He's he gonna, pulling you in. He's trying to pull me in. He's trying to pull me into prayer and pull me into the power of God. And he stopped me and he said, I, I can sense you. You need prayer. I mean, and the truth of the matter is we all need good vibes. Who doesn't want good vibes? But you know, I'm on my walk. That I'm getting my good vibes. I'm out in nature. I'm doing what I got to do yeah. for mine. You're you just want this dude to leave you the fuck. Yeah, alone. and I was cool with him too. And he's like, "Can we please pray together, both of us?" And I said, "No, sir. I would prefer not to pray with you, but I will wish you a beautiful day." And what did he say? <laughs> he said, "Are you sure? I feel like you can use my prayer." And I said, "I'm positive. I just am not. I don't pray. I'm not. And nor do I know who the hell you are. Yeah. And stay away. How, and and also, stranger, I'm calling the police. And stranger danger. Yeah. Like be gone. I mean, I might stop and just listen to what he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> Point proof. <laughs> because because now what I'm thinking is I'm like maybe this guy can see inside my. He can see my aura. You just proved my point. You just proved my point. Everyone listening is like, wow, Lauren's, Lauren's got her pegged right. You know what? I'm down for talking to a stranger. You know, it's crazy. Speaking of prayer, I saw on the Facebook an old priest of ours. Who? And I'm who? not going to say names because, I mean, why? Was he one of our hot old yes. priests? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know who I'm oh, talking about. And all the moms would talk about Oh, my him. God, because we had hot priests. Well, say, we had one hot priest. You're right. But there was this, oh, no, that was the one that I think was making out with my third grade teacher. Well, there was a priest that made out with a music teacher from our, our community. <sighs> And you know, and you know, that's my thing. It's like you know, why can't they make out? With they people? should. They should make good out. Don't, who doesn't want should. a good make out, no, man? Oh my God, who's we are sexual say, beings. Who's there to say you to be can't? The, I know exactly. I don't. That's know my who. point. I don't know. Well, who. all I'm going to say is that the hot priest. He's gotten older, but he still looks. He's still hot. I mean, I wouldn't say hot. Can you please share a picture? I'm not going to say hot. Okay. I'm just going to say he's he's nice. He's nice. <laughs> doesn't sound good. The Lord hasn't been good to him. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You guys, the moms would be like, oh my God. Like you would notice like a lot of extra moms at they church all at that really noon at the 11 a.m. parishioners. At the 11 a.m. mass on Sunday. I was like, wow, this this congregation is packed today. Who's, oh, oh it's him. Who's presiding? Oh, the hot priest. The hot priest. Uh-huh. Even I in third grade thought to myself, he ain't so bad. <laughs> Same. He had a mustache. Yep. Yeah. A lot of mustache rides. No, I was hoping you wouldn't say that, but well, you I went there. You I went did. there. Well, listen, I'm glad that you um, haven't joined any cults. And know that if you do, I'm here to save you. I'm not going to be joining any cults anytime <laughs> soon, unless I get bored or I get sick of you. <laughs> I mean, growing up, like, even think about, like, Charles Manson. 
That was a cult. I mean, that's insane, though. Like, ain't nobody I know going to be going and running up and worshiping some lunatic and listening and doing everything that he said, being controlled by them. And I think the more I think about it, when you get into deep cults like that, say Charles Manson, Heaven's Gate, um, when people go to India or other faraway places to find their guru, and there are stories out there that some Westerners go there and never come back or yeah. don't come back the same or suffer some severe like it's, mental breakdown. It's because they've been taken. They've been taken, but they're also seeking something. You know, back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. back in the 70s, Charles Manson, there was like this whole free love movement. So it starts with that and then it start. then you've got this fucking crazy so guy. So like exploited a movement and then attracted yes. these people that were... But that's, to me, this is so fascinating because for me, that's like the study of human behavior. Yeah. And it was like that that Atlantic article I shared with you, Michelle and I were talking about like, you know, people that we feel like have been maybe taken by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it was called, why are people acting so weird? Like unruly airplane yes, passengers. Aggress- aggressive drivers, like unhinged reactions yes. in situations. And this article goes on to talk about like how... I like this article. I this thought is it was good. really... I think, I think we need to really go into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I do. I think it helped me at least and I'm sure you too after reading it realize okay this is why people are like losing their shit but listen we're also not just talking about grown adults we're also talking about kids school age kids are struggling in school they're acting like maniacs there's all of these behaviors that are fall under our term the taken umbrella the taken umbrella and also like the results of the pandemic like how like I we were like in isolation for so long and I, I don't know if our people in our world our government are helping people gain access to like the mental health needs that they need or the resources to be like all right you might have lost it a little bit during this time let's figure out i mean the drinking yep people are drinking way, way more, more because during covid it was it's noon get a white cloth people are drinking I mean? way more there's been way more gun violence yes there's been way more there's been more murders well, i feel like because car accidents there's so much people freaking out yep. I feel like people are way stressed out they're financially burdened. They're having issues. People lost their jobs. And that's what it was stating in the article, that this all stems from fear and the fear of the unknown. And also living in this state for so long, it's sort of disconnected people from the connection of society and yeah. like societal norms and how we work together as a community. And how we socialize together mm. as humans. Mm. I when the masks were like really like mandatory and everyone was wearing masks, I I got used to like not seeing smiles or people like looking down because you felt like you were like in the handmaid's tail. It yeah. was really weird really feeling. Weird. And now that the masks are off, I'm still finding that even like if you smile or make eye contact with eye contact with someone, they dart their eyes somewhere. And I want to be like, we need to try to focus as like a society to like treat each other like humans because we are all freaking living here together. And those that are listening <laughs> to this conversation right now that aren't taken, we have to we have to make an extra effort to dig deep and find the patience in those interactions in those moments to not give up like we need to still force the socializing and the greeting people like don't turn to this walking past somebody and not looking at them no we need to be kind like this is the this is the cult if there is one to join it's this one yeah exactly it's the cult of kindness yeah the cult (laughs) of kindness i love that but like even for people that you know like i we i have a loved one who like maybe won't go to things because of like this whole covid thing and not because they're scared of it i'm not going to get into it to respect privacy but it's more like um just 
because I don't know. It's just I think it's more just stuck in a place that stuck stuck in a place that we are moving out of now. Like, right, but still stuck. We're still stuck. Like we don't need to listen. I don't care if you have a vaccine or not. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I I wish you the best. Yeah, you know whatever. But I could give two flying fucks what people's choices are. Well, that's kind of goes with everything these days, right? Like just just do my you. body, my choice. Do you? And I understand as a society it helps with immunizations, but I'm no scientist, so it's like I, I'm at this point too where it's like there's so much anger. Exactly. And that's, to me, that's a pandemic Mm -hmm. or an epidemic, rather. It's like there's so much anger, there's so much rudeness, and it's like it's us versus them. And it's like, listen, five years ago, I don't know, maybe it was longer than that, like maybe six years ago, things were different. Things were, you know, I know we're always, there's always a hot mess in in our society, in our government. There's always something. But over the years, things have really drastically changed. Know, and there's a lot of, there's, there's that anger. And and I really do attribute it to, I mean, there is a lot of anger on media. There's a lot of anger on who's doing things right, who's doing things wrong, as well as people are just so spread mm-hmm. thin. Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel like, the saddest part of it is that people are getting so down and out that they feel like... They can't even like. There's be, like a like sense function. of there's like, like a sense of hopelessness, which is a very scary and anxious place to be living. Yes, I do think, and based on this article, as time progresses and hopefully we move forward with the pandemic yes. getting better, even though things are getting a oh little my God. wild and then right now. More things, yes, more, all the stuff like that's with, going yes. on. But like the masks are off, we're living normal lives. We are getting back to normal life experiences. Mm-hmm. Let's all be mindful and cognizant. And they talk about like how rudeness is contagious, and which I and I feel like the same goes for like kindness. They're both Absolutely. contagious. So it's like which one are you gonna move with? We've right? talked about this before. Yeah. I've knocked people off their game that wanted to come at me because I'm a horrible <laughs> driver and I don't turn on my signal or whatever the reason, and they're ready to cut me. And I look at them and I just give them that smile and, and then my sweet up? funny and laugh. They're and like, they're like, oh. holy crap! All right, yeah, and they. And they just can and go it, on with their you day. You can do it. We got to do that more. And that. I think that what helps with all of this too is like not to f- be preachy, but just in regard, like if you're walking around your day and you're pissed off or so, like take some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Whether it is joining a cult like um, Core yeah, Power, join a cult like Core Power, <laughs> or download a freaking meditation Insta- app. The meditation Come app, on. or go for your walk. There is science that backs how healthy a walk in nature changes your mood Absolutely. and your dis- disposition. I love this. Yes, like check yourself. Like yeah. what's your current temperature? Are you erring more on the taken angry side? Well, there are about four or five things right now that we just named that you can do to help yourself kind of reinstate homeostasis yes. and just tap into that peace. parasympathetic nervous system. Dude, Anthony went to Costco yesterday and he bought three bottles of Portuguese wine oh, at 11 bucks and I had a taste and holy shit, it was delicious. Honestly, buy yourself a, a decent bottle of wine and have a, have glass, a glass. It's good for you And too. read a book, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just simple hope that, things. I just the hope, simple things in life. Yeah, I just I, I wish everyone a good summer. School's wrapping up. Days and Confused is such a great movie. Throw on an old time flick. 
right. Yeah, Matt McConaughey. Jeremy London, he like lost his shit. There were some cuties in that movie. Wasn't Jeremy London? He's a twin, right? He's a twin, and I think he went down the dark rabbit hole. No, he was taken taken, by something else. Taken by something else. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. And that's the other thing, not to make light of this, but I know that I've talked to so many people that have people in their lives that have been essentially taken by something, and we're just here trying to like. even like and even like alcoholism mm-hmm. that, oh my that, God, yeah. that that boosted a lot but i got i got i wanted to say if anyone has anyone or i actually have a couple of people i've got in mind who have gone the sober life because they recognized during covid that it was like out of control it wasn't doing it for them Mm-mm. and oh my god i have one friend in particular who i see her and i'm like dude you look so healthy. that's inspiring we so should get her healthy. on. Would she come on and chit chat with us? I think she would. I think that would be such a great conversation. Let's do it. All right, you guys. Well, we hope that you have a not angry weekend yeah. and you get outside, get some vitamin D. Give don't join. Given. Don't, yeah, and, don't, and don't join any calls. <laughs> and while you're doing that, and, uh, stay cozy. Stay cozy. As sisters and business partners, we have had our fair share of challenges that have left us feeling overwhelmed and ill-prepared. Right, like that time that you realized that mom never set up her estate. Yeah, just like that, and I don't ever want to repeat that with my own kids. Same Michelle, hard stuff like estate planning and business startups come with a huge amount of responsibility and overwhelm. In fact, oftentimes, acquiring a sense of peace and preparedness while navigating life's challenges can actually be really difficult without any guidance and support. It really can, and also the reason why everyone on planet Earth needs an attorney at law like Stephanie Posey of Posey Law Group, LLC, in their back pocket. Stephanie offers empathetic legal advice and is as collaborative as she is entrepreneurial in spirit. She also happens to look at estate planning like it is a love letter to your family, which is honestly a breath of fresh air. It is. I love that. Whether you are taking a risk to crush your small business dreams, selling a home, or navigating the heartbreak and relief of life transitions while bravely facing big questions about your legacy, Posey Law Group LLC is here to guide you through life's sometimes most overwhelming moments with grace and empathy. For more information on Stephanie Posey and Posey Law Group LLC, please visit www.poseylawgroup.com. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.